hello, hello. Have you ever felt like you put a label on yourself? And when you put that label on yourself, you find that you kind of keep yourself stuck in the same place. I believe that's something that those of us who have experienced any type of trauma or abuse or any type of hurt, we tend to do that to ourselves. And, you know, we think that if we put this label on ourselves and we get attached to this label, you know, it explains to people why we are the way that we are, which then kind of gives us the excuse and also we enable ourselves to remain that way. And that's what today's topic is about. It's about labels and, you know, things that we utilize intentionally or maybe unintentionally to define us. So let's take a quick break and I will return in just a moment. Hello and welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Go Lightly. Again, quick disclaimer, I'm not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, social worker, etc. So if you feel you may need any type of therapy, please turn to the right professionals, licensed professionals, you know, for any mental health therapy that you feel you might be needing. This podcast is strictly me sharing my journey and experiences with you guys in hopes that it may help you out, whether it's to empower you or just giving you guys a few insights. And as I had mentioned in the intro, I'm talking about labels. You know, we tend to paralyze ourselves with, you know, putting these labels on ourselves. And I've been guilty of that. I've been guilty of that throughout this entire journey. And I'm now recently learning that this is not a good thing. And you guys are probably going to hear me talking about letting go quite a bit for the next few episodes because that's actually something that's very important. I'm going to share with you guys. Well, today I had a lash appointment, you're like again, but yes, that is my self-care. That is something that I enjoy doing and I find it to be very therapeutic. I take a long, happy nap and actually vent to my lash artist and... I wake up with fluffy eyelashes, so it's a fabulous therapy session for me. (laughs) I wake up with beautiful lashes, and I get to vent. I cannot ask for anything more. (laughs) But as I was driving over to um, my lash artist's place, I somehow... I guess I was actually listening to my last few episodes just to hear what they sounded like on Spotify. And somehow it took me to the very first episode of Still I Rise. And I was listening to myself. And I was listening to the story. And I was like, my God, like, whoa. It was very, I don't want to say nostalgic, but you know, just hearing how I sounded, hearing my tone, because I'll be honest with you guys, I have not really listened to any of these episodes, the previous episodes, the beginning episodes for over two years now. 
Um, I basically just record episodes and kind of, um, you know, just keep going with it. I don't really like to go back and, and listen to things, which honestly I should, because, you know, at that time I know I was probably in a different state of mind, but there's still some nuggets that I get from some of those episodes because I remember, you know, maybe there were certain things that, you know, somehow at that time I was a little bit more grounded um, as far as different aspects of my life. And so it's like some of those, um, they were gentle reminders to myself. Um, but one of the episodes, cause I was kind of skimming through them was, um, talking about letting go. And I was like, wow. So I had one of those, but the concept that I had of letting go was completely different than, you know, um, what I am referring to now. Um, so of course the knowledge has definitely, you know, gotten a little bit more further in depth and, um, you know, just everything else. So the beauty of this particularly means that there has been some growth. There has been some personal development. And at this moment, I'm actually working on some shadow work. What does that mean? Well, in the spiritual awakening community, um, shadow is basically um, a concept of yourself that you are not aware of. So it's kind of like explaining it in the contour and highlight area it's the contour area it's the things that we find like concealed if you will and so there's been a few of those things well you know as far as certain things go I really believe that I should have been aware of it but you know when it's time for us to see that or to see those um those traits that we have it's time for us to see those we can't really force that um, you know, and sometimes it will take certain events in our life for us to realize that, um, the important thing is that we do keep, you know, a sense of ourselves in order to, you know, venture down that path. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to share with you guys, uh, when I talked about labeling, you know, um, for example, for those of us that have experienced trauma, sometimes, you know, it's hard to admit this, but we do allow our past experiences, our past hurts, our trauma and abuse to define us. Even though we say it doesn't define us, we have to be honest with ourselves. How much of this are we allowing it to affect us? I have been guilty of this many times, and I'm pretty sure that there's certain things in my episodes, my previous episodes, where I talk about certain traumas that I went through and this is why I am the way that I, I I am. This is why I'm reacting to certain scenarios the way that I am. And this is just recently that I discovered that I can't do this anymore or realize that I can't do this in, anymore. Um, you guys are probably going to be hearing a lot of the concept of letting go, attachment and things for the next few episodes because I do believe that this is something that's very important that all of us really need to heal here especially those of us that are still healing healing is going to take time I've mentioned this before it's not something that's going to happen overnight it's not something that's going to happen within six months it's it's an overload when it comes to healing it's um layers and layers it's like onions onion layers and, um, you know, we have to be patient with ourselves. You know, there is no speedy process of it. You have to heal from within. Now, you know, I was listening to a lot of podcasts um, 
earlier. And um, of course, one of them is, I, I've been saying his name wrong and I feel foolish for it. It's not Aaron Daughtry, it's Aaron Dotty. And he is just amazing because a lot of the concepts that he shares of letting go, attachments and things like that are very, you know, informative. And, you know, it's definitely opened my eyes. Um, there was other podcasts on YouTube that I have been um, watching and, you know, I, I cannot for the life of me think of it. It was, um, oh, I think, what is it? The Caring Comedian or something like that. If I can remember what that is, then I will definitely tell you guys. But there was something that he had said today that, well, not today, but what I was watching today, he said something about meditation. Meditation, he said, is like when you go to the bathroom. It's like pooping out all of your toxic emotions. Um, I found that sometimes when I meditate, I start crying. You know, I think about things that I've gone through and, uh, you know, or even if I don't think of past experience, but the meditation will bring all of that up. The meditation actually helps you detox all of these emotions. And I remember I would always tell people that my level of understanding will always increase after meditation. The more I meditate, the more aware I become. So it's pretty interesting. So now I understand why that is the case. Because when you meditate, all of these emotions that you know um, that you go through are are coming up. It's like drinking some kom- kom- kombucha, and all of it's coming up. And you know, um, one of the things too that the caring comedian said was, you know, a lot of people think that they're the shit. No, it's not like literally they think that they're, you know, they are, you know, the poop, but we're really the butt for the butt that's, you know, getting rid of all of these toxic emotions. And that's why meditation is very, you know, much needed during like these times, you know, and um, the sooner you can start your healing process, the better it is. Now, um, going back to letting go, okay, so as far as labels go, I've always been like, well, I've gone through this, 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 and that, you know, I was abused, I had, you know, I was, um, I went through narcissistic abuse, I'm an empath, I start putting all of these labels on myself, and this is why I'm the way that I am, I would, I would say, but by doing that, I realized that I was limiting myself to quite a bit of things. Like, let's say, for example, you put the label on yourself. Well, I'm closed or I'm guarded because, you know, I've been hurt before. Now, there was actually something that I was researching. And there's different kinds of forms or styles of attachment that I'm going to tell you guys about. Okay, so... The attachment styles, you have the secure um, attachment style, which generally means that, you know, you're, you're healthy. You've got a healthy mindset. You can trust easily. You communicate very directly. And then that's it. And you're very flexible with your emotions. You don't get upset very easily. Then you have the avoidance dismissive. You downplay the importance of relationships. You're usually extremely self-reliant or self-sufficient you can be more vulnerable during 
really big crisis. So these type of people, which, you know, I can definitely relate to, this is how I was before. Um, after going through the abuse and all the hurt, I was just like, yeah, you know, I don't care if I'm in a good relationship. I mean, I'm, you know, it, it is what it is. And no, I can, I can handle everything myself. Okay. So those are those types of styles. Then you have the anxious. Um, I think the next two that I'm going to be describing, these two are definitely, they're going to need to have some internal work done. Um, anxious, they're extremely sensitive. They struggle with communicating directly. Like they'll beat around the bush instead of, you know, directly, you know, squashing what it is that's bothering them. They're very passive aggressive and they tend to act out when triggers, like when they're triggered. Like, let's say, for example, if they see something that they're jealous of, rather than actually trying to squash that out with their partner, what they're going to do then is be vindictive and try to make their partner jealous because they want their partner to feel what they're feeling. So that's very unhealthy. Then you have the avoidant fearful. They're more dependent in relationships than, you know, the avoidant dismissives. They strongly fear rejection and they have very low self-esteem, which makes a lot of sense. That goes hand in hand. And they have high anxiety in relationships. So they're probably very extremely jealous. So it's like, I encourage you guys to do a little bit more research on these types of attachments styles. So um, how I was before, as I mentioned to you guys, I was the avoidant dismissive after my divorce and, you know, after kind of going through different relationships in my head as well, more so in my head, I would think, you know what, I'm okay. I can do everything on my own and this is okay. So because I put that label on myself where I was like, I don't need anybody, I ended up attracting a relationship that was very unhealthy. Um, it got to the point where it's like, you know, this individual saw it as, oh, okay, well, you're good. You don't need my help. So, you know, um, but that um, individual had their own sense of or style of, um, you know, attachments. And it totally clashed. But because of the fact that I put that label on myself where I'm like, I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need anybody. You know, you tend to attract people that are the complete opposite of that. Um, if you're an empath, you're going to attract people that are very needy. And because of the fact that, you know, you're, you're so used to being giver. You're so used to serving other people. You're so used to being around people that are very in tune with themselves they're very selfish and so um that's why you're you know if you're a giver if you're you know somewhat of a doormat that's what you're going to attract you know and so by putting that label on yourself you know that's a magnet that you're placing on yourself so all of these people with you know the opposite um, type of style will be will gravitate towards you. And, you know, that's something that I've noticed, because I'm like, wait a minute, why am I, you know, um, why am I uh, in the past, I was like, why am I attracting these types of personalities? Well, you know, it dawned on me. Okay. Um, as soon as I decided I was like, enough was enough. And I wasn't going to 
allow myself to be a doormat anymore. And I got comfortable with being alone. You know, it's like things started open up, opening up a little bit. And this is why it's important to let things go. It's important to let labels go. It's in, important to let, you know, um, toxic or unhealthy relationships that no longer serve you go. Because when you let go, you're, you're opening yourself up to new things. Um, let's be honest. We do not have an infinite amount of room in our lives, in our mental capacity, in our hearts for everything. There has to be a balance. You know, um, this goes as far as, you know, um, the same concept of being a minimalist. You know, how can you welcome something new in if everything is just crowded? It's very difficult to, you know, bring on new things. What if, you know, because these things that are no longer serving you, you're keeping them there. You're, you know, you're, you got this museum of, of things in your life. And it's just there, you know, so it's going to overpower all of the good things, even if you tried to do that and the bad things are going to dominate all of that. So it's kind of like having a moldy apple, you know, you have a moldy apple, you leave it in the basket and you buy new apples, that mold is going to spread to the new apples, whether you like it or not. So it's that same concept. So this is why it's so important to remove that label from you. If it's a scarlet letter that's on your chest, take it off. I always tell people that before. I remember, like, I was like, well, now that I'm divorced, that's basically how I'm looked at, you know, throughout a certain category of people. I got that red A on my chest, that scarlet letter. But, you know, the funny thing is, I was the one that put that label on myself. Nobody else put that label on me. And even if they did, why would I give two, why should I give two shits of how people see me? Because I know myself. I know what I do. And I'm realizing this now. Now, you know, there have been some good things that have been coming into my life. And, you know, we have to recognize these good things. We have to appreciate these good things in order for us to avoid these things, you know, avoid taking these things for granted. We really have to get rid of, <clears throat> you know, this horrible attitude that we have about ourselves. You know, like, for example, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know what? I am a depressed person because this is what the trauma has left me with, okay? I'm not depressed. I'm healing. I'm healing and I'm finding myself. I don't want to label myself as, as, a, as, you know, a depressed, you know, divorcee single mom. Because at the end of the day, I know that I am capable, more than capable of taking care of my children. And if you are looking at yourself that way, you know, stop it. Because right now you need to look at the positive of, you know, things to be grateful for. And whatever that is, that's what defines you. Think about the things that make you happy. You know, whether it's Every time you pay rent, every time you pay for groceries and put them in the refrigerator, every single time that you cook a meal for you and your children, 
because you know that you are handling things. You know that you are taking care of yourself and you're taking care of your children. And that's going to raise your vibration. And because of that, you know, that right there is what defines you. That feeling of happiness, that feeling of peace, that feeling of fulfillment, that is what defines you. Your past doesn't define you. How you look doesn't define you. It doesn't matter how many times you go to the gym and how your body looks. That doesn't define you. What matters is how you feel on the inside, within. Yes, take care of yourself. Take care of your body. That, that, that's a given, you know. But how are you feeling on the inside? I've seen people that have, you know, really nice physiques, but on the inside, they're, they're a mess. They don't know who they are. They have no sense of self. And unfortunately, you know, in order to make themselves feel good, they have to focus on the external layer of their life rather than the internal. Everything starts from within. You know, and at this time, I'm learning this guys as I go as I go along. This isn't easy for me to admit. It wasn't easy for me to admit to myself. I have done countless you know days of meditation. I stopped for a bit, you know, for like almost a year, started up again. And because I deprived myself from meditation, I noticed that the times that I would meditate, I would be very emotional and I would be like, what's wrong with me? And I would actually be very scared. Like I would think to myself, okay, well, I thought I was good, but I guess I'm not good. So I would be very hard on myself. But, you know, after listening to that podcast about, you know, taking your emotional poop when you meditate, it makes complete sense. Basically, I didn't detox my my emotions and my mentality, you know, for quite some time. So I've been backed up and now here we go. Everything's coming out. And it makes sense and things become more clearer when you do meditate. I know it sounds very cliche, but I challenge you, try to meditate. Really be, you know, observe your thoughts. Don't try to control your thoughts. Thoughts are just thoughts. Really, you know, just take the time, breathe, and find that connection to yourself and, you know, control your thoughts. Your thoughts don't define you. Your emotions don't define you. Your emotions are just there. They're just feelings. And, you know, basically that are controlled by your thoughts. And, you know, when we try to control situations, it does not serve us. You know, there's many different gimmicks or different you know, different people will say things like, you know, you got to want it really bad and you got to work really hard for it. But one thing that I found is whenever I'm just completely chill about stuff, because I know that whatever's mine will come my way. But when I try to control situations, when I'm obsessed with the outcome or I have an attachment to the outcome, 
it doesn't always go my way. And then I set myself up for disappointment. So, you know, how have I been dealing with things like, you know, I've done this before and it it's worked for me. You know, I stopped doing it and here we go again. I'm just like, oh my goodness, here we go. Um, so now what I do is, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I'm grateful for everything that I have. I'm grateful for, you know, I mean, you, you can name whatever you want. I'm grateful for having my children with me. I'm grateful that I'm healthy. I'm grateful that, you know, I have a job. I'm grateful that I'm able to pay my bills. I'm grateful for having a roof over my head, things like that. And it definitely, you know, really lightens your your mood, you know, so you don't wake up with a shit attitude the next day. But, you know, with all that being said, you know, you, you try to focus on these things and you know, like when you focus on things to be thankful for, the universe is, you know, going to give you more. It's going to bring you more. When you have anxiety or any type of fear about any type of outcome, it's basically letting the universe know that you are not trusting of it and you're just, you know, you're just hanging on to it. So then it repels all of that and you're not able to, you know, receive anymore. But if you let go, you're able to receive because something new will come into your life. You know, I mean, um, another thing I've seen this um, on, you know, I've seen this on many, like I've seen many different drawings of this. It's, um, it's a picture of a little girl holding onto a small teddy bear and she doesn't want to give it up. And there's a um, picture of Jesus and he's holding on to a much more bigger teddy bear. And he's like, but I got something better for you. Same exact concept. You know, we always have, you know, we always have the idea of what we think we want, but there's always something better in store. So instead of us being so attached to that, you know, we have to just trust the higher, you know, the higher beings that, whether it's the universe, whether it's God, we have to trust that they will deliver for us. So, you know, by, by, you know, being resistant towards this, we're not allowing these blessings or the life of abundance to come in, to come through. So what I'm going to tell you guys right now is, Stop labeling yourself. And, you know, I know this might sound kind of harsh, but I'm going to go ahead and say it because I've done this and I have fallen victim to playing victim. It's not a good thing. Every single time you have blame towards anybody as well, you know, that's no good. You know, when you leave things behind, you don't have to make those things or that person a victim. You know, it, it's just like, for example, if you're deciding to ditch a bag of potato chips because you know it's not good for you. You don't have to say, well, those bag of potato chips are a piece of crap. And that's the reason why I'm not eating anymore because it's a piece of crap and it's horrible and it contains so much sodium and blah, 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 blah. And it's disgusting. 
okay, but honestly, you had a love affair with those potato chips, like, you know, nearly a month ago, or maybe even two days ago, and you weren't saying all of that. Hey, all you gotta say is, you know what, these potato chips are no longer serving me, and I'm gonna make a decision that I now have to let it go. You don't have to have any grudges. Same with any type of, like, you know, friendships, relationships, or whatever. You know, you recognize what's going on. You don't have to tear it down. You don't have to badmouth it. You don't have to say, well, this person did this and that blah, blah, blah. There's no need to start a smear campaign because this right here would make us hypocrites. Starting a smear campaign and having other people hate on the person that you decided was no longer serving you, that no longer fit in your life. And trying to make other people hate them because you want to justify for why you let them go. Letting go is not a bad thing. And that's what people have to realize. You know, when I was watching The Good Place, there's a a, a scene there. I, I don't want to spoil it for you. But there's a scene there where um, Kristen Bell's character and her boyfriend are sitting down on the couch and they're just watching the sunset. And, um, you know, in this part, they're already in the good place. But once they get to the good place, they have to cross over to, you know, um, basically, they have to cross over. Their souls go elsewhere. You never know where their souls go to. And then when they're in the good place, they get to reunite with their family members, their loved ones. And they're feeling completely fulfilled. And once they feel fulfilled, they feel that they have basically served their purpose. And I feel that when it comes down to certain people, certain things in our life, that's what happens. We now serve, they serve their purpose. And, you know, if it's a healthy outlook on it I feel that that's how it is as far as like you know when you're like okay I've reached I've reached as far as I could go and I don't think that there's much more that I can do here you know and there's no hard feelings now the scene that I'm talking about is um, Kristen Bell's boyfriend, his name is Chidi, and there her name is Eleanor. He tells Eleanor, you know, because she she was accepting of him crossing over because he had told her, I'm ready to cross over. And, you know, she's crying and he says to her, none of this is bad. I mean, it sucks because it's like, you know, they, they'd have to part ways You know, and who knows? I don't know if that's how the ending of our lives are, but I'm I'm talking about that concept. I believe that's how it is with certain relationships, certain friendships, certain people in our lives. I'm going to read to you guys a quote as well that can definitely relate to that. Letting go means to come to the realization that some people are part of your history, but not part of your destiny. It sucks. And I've mentioned this several times. We all wish that we could take everybody with us. But unfortunately, that's not how it works. Sometimes we will just serve our purpose as a memory. 
And I've had several instances where it was very hard for me to let go. Um, It's always been hard for me to let go. It's always been hard for me to just walk away. But truth be told, when I feel that I have served my time and they have served their time in my life, it's time for me to go. And I do struggle with that because for me, I do tend to get attached. I do tend to get, um, you know, I, I, I feel that I have so much love to give, whether it's a friendship or whether even if it's a, it's a very one-sided or toxic relationship, you know, it's, I feel that if I love something, I have to keep on loving it. But one of the things I've come to realize is, and I might start getting emotional right now, and I shouldn't get emotional right now because I just had my lashes done. So I'm going to try my best to hold it in. But one of the things that I'm recently starting to learn is that, you know, the love that I have given to certain people, it served its purpose. I served my purpose. And that's why there's no regrets. Even if things do not work out, there are no regrets because I know that in some way, I was able to provide a good influence and possibly, you know, good memories. And, you know, the time that these people had with me, you know, I had nothing but good intentions. Now, if some of these people are going to be upset with me because I decided that I I could no longer... You know, that basically the universe told me that my time was up. You know, and sometimes it's hard for people to understand that. I can't help that. But in my heart, I know that, you know, for the time that I did show any type of love or compassion towards these people it was authentic it was genuine and I I know where in my heart it came from and that's basically one reason why it's been easy for me it became easier for me to let go you know because yes I served my purpose in their life and You know, maybe they serve their purpose in mine as well, but it's time for me to let go. So that way I don't, you know, I don't stay stagnant. I don't stay in the same place. You know, I always say that I want to feel safe. And that is important when you're with friends, when you're with family, but you have to most importantly create that safety net for yourself because there's going to come a time where maybe you won't have somebody in your life. You have to be able to be dependent and comfortable with yourself. And when you do this, I can promise you that when a partner comes along, you're not going to chase them down. Or even better, you're not going to have people with special, and you catch my drift, 
or toxic personalities gravitate towards you where you will re be repeating the same pattern. The objective now, you guys, the whole objective of this podcast is to get you guys to break your cycle, to get out of this mindset so you're not having to hurt over and over and over again. The main objective is to heal and become a better person. You know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have struggled with continuing this podcast because I did not know how to continue on with this podcast because in my opinion, I felt that this podcast was just talking about my narcissistic, you know, um, ex-husband and going through my divorce and talking to you guys about my sufferings. And when things got a little bit better, I didn't know what else to share with you guys. And the reason for that was because I became stagnant. Because my life stayed the same. And I was okay with that because I was comfortable. I was afraid of letting different things go because I was afraid of hurting. I was afraid of not having these things that I was comfortable with presently in my life anymore. And I, I was afraid that I would hurt. But here's the thing, my dearest ones. These things of comfort will eventually grow thorns in them or they will live, they have a shelf life. And, you know, if you don't make the determination whether it's time to go, the universe will give you that push anyways. So it's like if you don't want to rush it, eventually you will get pushed to let go either way. Or, you know, it could be another toxic pattern. If the universe doesn't push it away from you, or if you allow it to linger on as long as, you know, you did with your previous, um, well, you know, I don't know for some of you guys how it is, but for me, I lingered on for more than five years. And you're going to lose your sense of self again. And as you're sitting here trying to rebuild yourself, just know that you're going to go through many different phases. You're going to come across many different people. You might lose some friends along the way. You might have relationships that you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to let go of them. There might be some career opportunities that, you know, you were obsessed with and now you're going to have to let go of it. The more you let go, the better it is for you guys. The better it is for us, you know, because it's like, better things are happening. And, you know, when you let go of all the toxic traits that you have, and you must admit that you do have toxic traits, we tend to have these things that are also these traits that are very self-destructive and we're not realizing it. But we have to, the first step is admitting to it. The first step is having that self-awareness, the sense of self. Right now, it's you. Right now, this is all us. This is, this is me. This is you. And, you know, focus on working on yourself. Learn how to observe your thoughts and see how they're going. Anytime you let go of something, I challenge you, do some form of meditation. Allow yourself to really heal. 
read some books. You know, try to shy away from anything that is going to bring you down. If you're on social media and you are, you know, um, finding that you are envious about certain things, whether you're envious about, you know, an Instagram model or you're envious about a lifestyle or you're envious about a relationship, get off of social media and focus on you because those people have nothing to do with you. That's their lives. You have your own story. You have your own, you know, you're your own author. It took me a while to figure this out. And I'm still figuring it out. Now, that's all I have for you guys for tonight. So, you know, I truly hope that this helped you guys out. Because, you know, just learning about this just recently, it's definitely been an eye-opener for me. You know, um, I noticed... I'm not really having depressive episodes anymore. And when I feel that I do, I do my best to just, you know, really observe my thoughts, accept them, and then just let it go. Learn to let them go and, you know, really try to heal. So, you know, I would like to see and hear about us all healing. You know, you go through any type of um, trauma. Let's try not to bash the other person in order to make ourselves feel better. We don't owe anybody an explanation. We don't owe anybody our side of the story anymore. Now it's all about healing. And that's all I have for you guys for tonight. So thanks again for listening. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night.